Hey, what's up everybody? It's Chris from the Bills Dudes. How was your Christmas? I hope you had a wonderful Christmas. I can't wait to hear about your new year, 2021. Come on, baby, we need you. Okay, I got a wonderful pod, Bills Pats preview, obviously. Secondly, Josh Allen, MVP season. By the end of week 17, he will probably break all of the Bills franchise records for quarterback play throughout an entire season. And I get a lot of big picture stuff across. Do we want the two seed? Do we want the three seed? Does it matter? Who are we going to play in the first round? Who are we going to play in the second round? Who's a good matchup for us in the first playoff game that we're going to have? Listen to this pod. You'll have all the information you need. You're going to really impress your friends when they get all these scenarios down. So listen in. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for subscribing. See you on the other side. Bills Dudes. Okay, so usually this is the portion of the podcast where I give some love to our sponsors and the people that support the podcast. But I want to say this. I want to give a lot of love to the small businesses, the businesses of Buffalo, New York. It's been a rough year for most businesses across this country during this pandemic. And what I want to say is this. Support those businesses this week. Make a conscious effort to go out and hit up a pizzeria that you really enjoy with your family or maybe a place you love getting wings. You've gone to places on dates and they have a, an amazing food menu. Get some takeout there, you know, because these are places that you should cherish. They're part of our historic Buffalo community. And there's places that have been there for years that could use your help. So these places have been a part of your life. They've been a part of your family's life. They will be a part of your future if we continue to support these businesses, these restaurants, and not just to say food places either. We're talking about clothing businesses. There's there's all kinds of little shops and, and family-run businesses that could really use your support. I, I, if you can, go out of your way, support these businesses this week, take it on into January, and let the community know that you really care. So when we're on the other side of this, those businesses will still be open, they'll be able to thrive, and they'll be part of the community because these businesses are a fabric of your life. They're tell, they tell a story. They've been in and around your life since you were young. Support those businesses that mean so much to you and so much to the city of Buffalo because Buffalo is a very, very tight city of good neighbors. It's a tight community. Please give a shout out and support your, your local businesses, the mom and pop owned shops. They could use the love and we're almost out of this thing. Let's Give some people some love, give some businesses some love, and we'll be awesome on the other side of this. And I really appreciate you doing that. Thank you so much. Shout out to all those businesses in Buffalo. Hang in there. We got your back. Here we go, baby. Week 16, Monday night football. New England Patriots. Bills dudes, baby. 
coming at you. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to everybody. Week 16 magic Monday night football. Bills versus Pats. Bills coming in at 11-3. Patriots coming in at 6-8. and eight. And they are, of course, eliminated from the playoffs. Here we go. Let's talk about it. Now, what do the Bills have to prove? Well, one, let's kick dirt on the Patriots' grave. Let's let's shovel some more dirt on it. Let's let's just bury them again. We can beat them for only the the second time that we've beat them twice in a season since 1999. Let's start with that. That's first and foremost. Okay, that's our goal tonight. The other goal is to come out healthy, handle biz, do what we need to do, and come out healthy. I'm going to talk about more details about this game on the other side, but first, I want to go over some bigger picture issues here. All right. First, let's go over the playoff picture. Okay. We could have clinched the number two seed this weekend, but, but the Steelers won those punks and it prevented us from doing that. So everything kind of fell our way. If we won tonight and the Steelers lost, Titans lost, we would have clinched the two seed. So as it turns out, you have Tennessee and Indianapolis. Both teams are 10 and 5, where the Bills are 11 and 3. So as it stands, the Bills are either going to finish as a 2 spot or a 3 spot and will most likely play the Pittsburgh Steelers should they survive their round 1 matchup. Now, you have to think to yourself as a Bills fan, what's more important to you? What's more important here? Is it getting healthy? getting your head right, heading into the first week of the playoffs, is it lining yourself up against the proper playoff opponent or or is it just continuing to win games? You can eliminate Miami from getting into the playoffs as you win week 17. With a win tonight, you crush the Patriots even further and, you know, you solidify your chances of, of moving on should you win these next two weeks to get a two seed and have two home games in a row before you'd maybe have to potentially go to Kansas city. So what I'll say is this now true. It is true that there may not be fans allowed in the stadium for both of these playoff games. I know that they're working on it. They're going to have like 6,700 fans. That's the proposed capacity limit, but that's not the same. It's not the same. Okay. So you're going to have the potential of having two home games without fans. Is that worth it? Does it matter to you to take these risks and put these risks on the table? It does. I'm going to say it does. It definitely does. Because first of all, weather is a big factor in the playoffs. You saw what happened with Tennessee and Green Bay last night on Sunday Night Football. They struggled in the in the frozen tundra. They struggled with the snow. You know, Tannehill doesn't have great road splits when he's on the road, especially in weather conditions. He hasn't fared too well. Now, the Titans went on that run last year because Derrick Henry had, had monster playoff games. Tannehill was kind of the secondary piece to that. He was like the co-star. You know, if Derrick Henry was LeBron James, Tannehill was Anthony Davis there and was just benefiting from whatever Derrick Henry was creating on the field. So it really does help to have two home games in a row in the playoffs. You, Even though the fans might not be there, you have – you have your routine. You don't have to travel. Everything's kind of structured there. You're at the comfort of, of being at home. And all the luxuries of, of your day-to-day -day life are there in front of you. You don't have to travel for, for two weeks, which is wonderful. It's a nice option to have. So 
should I should, should the Bills actually try to get the number two seat if they win this week and maybe they don't have much at stake next week with Pittsburgh losing to Cleveland or whatever it is? They should absolutely go for it. It really does matter to have two home games in a row, two home playoff games, even though there's not going to be fans in the stadiums. Okay, so the other part of this this piece is this: if the Bills wind up winning and then losing next week. There's a good chance. I've looked at a lot of playoff scenarios. There's a good chance if you finish as the three seed, you could possibly wind up playing Baltimore. Oof. I know. Do you want Do you want Lamar Jackson? I mean, he hasn't had a great year, but the Ravens don't need to throw the ball to score. And if the Ravens are in a tight game or they have a one-score lead, they're going to run the ball and they're pretty potent. So I don't think you I don't think you want that. Not that the Bills couldn't beat Baltimore and Lamar Jackson, but I don't think the Bills want to be in a situation where they have to, you know, worry about, you know, third and four, Lamar Jackson's got the ball to win the game or get in field goal range. Justin Tucker, he's one of the best kickers in the NFL. You don't want to be in that scenario. So my goal is my thought is this just keep winning, win out, beat the Dolphins knock them out of the playoffs, get to the two seed. You never know what happens down the road with Cleveland maybe losing Baltimore. Baltimore will not lose next week. They play Cincinnati. I don't see them losing, although Cincinnati has done us a lot of favors in the past. Thank you, Cincinnati, including this season by beating Pittsburgh Monday night. But Cleveland plays Pittsburgh, okay? So one of those teams, I mean, Pittsburgh already has the division, right? So they're also jockeying for the second seed. Now, Cleveland has everything on the line because they have to win that game. They don't want to be the outside looking in. Cleveland has to win that game. So it'll be interesting to see how this final week of the playoffs plays out. But as far as the state of the Bills goes, I watched a lot of football this week. And, and, and I'm, I'm telling you, the Bills are really, they are elite. They are apex status. They are the top of the pyramid. They are one if not maybe the team that's playing the best right now in the NFL. Defense has finally come up to where it should be. Josh Allen is key, keeps getting better and better and I don't even I don't know if you noticed this but NBC does a, an MVP race graphic and who do we have? Mahomes, Rodgers, Josh Allen and Derrick Henry. That's how far Josh Allen has come. That's how this league looks at Josh Allen now. So Buffalo Bills fans Buffalo Bills, we have an MVP caliber quarterback. Once a quarterback gets into that stratosphere, once you're featured on a graphic on Sunday Night Football saying this person could possibly be an MVP candidate, that's huge. You don't really leave the stratosphere. You stay in that zone. And that's one thing that we've never had. Jim Kelly may have been in that in that zone early on in his career in the early 90s, but that is Huge. I mean, the guy has amassed 4,000 yards, 30 touchdown passes, eight rushing touchdowns. It's incredible. He's had an amazing year. Now, with all that said, I do think Aaron Rodgers has been on an unbelievable tear. He's got 44 touchdown passes, four interceptions. I think he solidifies that for me. I think he's the MVP of the league this year, but Josh Allen will be there next year. He'll be there the year after. I mean, he's got the goods. He has got the goods. So how about this team as well? We're 
heading into this Patriot game, healthy, John Brown, he was eligible to be active for tonight's game. However, he will not be active, which is fine, which is fine. Like I said, I'll get into some additional details later on down the road about how we're going to approach this Patriot game and what my strategy is to, to, to getting in and getting out. But I needed to tell you how much love Josh Allen is getting. So much love. Incredible. Incredible. People love watching this guy ball out. It's amazing. I mean, for me, he's in the pantheon of great quarterbacks already. And I think he's only going to get better. So now I usually do stats for the ladies. But I'm going to give you some stats for the holidays. Okay, now when I say stats for the holidays, here are some beautiful, wonderful holiday stats that you can continue to enjoy the wonderful Christmas season you've had so far and carry these on into the new year. Okay, let's go. This is important. Josh Allen and Steph Diggs each have a chance to rewrite Bill's history in the record books. And with two games left, here's where they stand. So Josh Allen currently has 4,000 yards. Drew Bledsoe's season best was 2002. He had 4,359 yards. Josh Allen needs 359 yards to be the all-time leading passer. The best passing season in Bill's history. Again, remarkable. Josh Allen has 30 touchdown passes. Jim Kelly has the record at 33 in 1991. He needs three touchdown passes to break Jim Kelly's single season record. Wiping Jim Kelly out of the record books right there. Passer rating. Josh Allen has finished with a 104.2 quarterback rating. All right, that's what he has right now. Jim Kelly had a 101. So as long as Josh Allen stays the course, he will also break Jim Kelly's passer rating record. And, and notable, Tyrod Taylor had a 99.4 in 2015. Good for Tyrod. Completions, Josh Allen has 351 completions. He needs 24 more to break Drew Bledsoe's record in 2002, 375. Okay. By the way, that 2002 season, sorry, just made me upset for a second. That's the year we blew that game against Pittsburgh in the in the final game of the season to try to win to get into the playoffs where they started Brian St. Pierre and nobody, and we lost that game. And that was a remarkable season. Completion percentage, Josh Allen is currently 68.7. That's number one. He has a chance to be the all-time leader in completion percentage. Guess who's number two? I'll give you three seconds. Three, two, one. Not Jim Kelly. It's Kelly Holcomb. Yeah, different Kelly, 67.4 in 2005, okay? Again, I said at the beginning of the season, this is a remarkable year. This is a fantastic year for Josh Allen. If you love the Bills, if you love quarterback play, you're seeing one of the all-time greatest seasons in Bills history at quarterback. You should really take it in. You should watch the games again. You should watch all of his plays. He's got Offensive Player of the Week in the AFC four times this year. He is doing amazing things. Please don't underappreciate what he's doing, okay? Now, the other part of this puzzle, okay? The Batman to Robin. Robin, Steph Diggs, okay? He has many, many opportunities to break all-time Bill season season receiving records, okay? He already broke Eric Moulds' record of 100 receptions in a season. He currently has 111. Receiving yards, 
He has 13-14. He needs 54 yards to break Eric Moulds in 1998, who had 13-68. Obviously, he's probably going to do that. 100-yard receiving games, Diggs has six. The record is seven, held by Andre Reid and Eric Moulds. Has a chance to do that. 10-plus reception games, he's had five so far. He's broken every record. The only person that had 10-plus receiving games was actually Pete Metzelars in 1993, who had two. Eric Moulds, two in 2000, and Andre Reid, two in 1989. Another remarkable stat about Steph Diggs is that over the last three games, he's had 10-plus catches. There have only been eight wide receivers in NFL history that have actually achieved that feat. And if he does it again tonight, he will have four consecutive weeks, which puts him at him and Calvin Johnson as the only wide receivers in this elite class of being able to get four 10-plus receptions in four straight games. Wonderful stats there. Amazing stats. I'm so excited for tonight's game. Okay, so here we go. Let's talk about this game. Now, usually I'll go offense, defense, what we can expect from a game plan. Um, I've covered a lot about Bill's big picture and playoffs, and I think that's what we should be focused on. Now, this game is Monday night. Um, You know, one of the really cool side stories on this game is the Bills won best fans in the NFL, according to a Fox Sports poll, and we were honored. We were awarded this billboard, and we could have put it anywhere, and I don't know who had control over who's making the final decision where to put it, but we put a billboard right outside of Foxborough on the road heading into Foxborough Stadium that says the Bills are the best <laughs> fans in football, which is amazing, amazing stuff. But so we're going into Monday Night Football. This Patriot team, they're 6-8. and eight. Cam Newton's terrible. He's, you'll see a lot of balls thrown in the dirt. They're going to try to run the ball. They're going to run this pistol thing. Um, the, the key to beating this team is just getting up and making them a passing team. So you remember last time we kind of got conservative in the third quarter and we're just like, oh, let's just not turn the ball over. And what happened? They started putting together these long drives because what happens is if you're going to be conservative and you're going to try not to make mistakes and maybe get a couple three and outs, they're going to have the ball for six or seven minutes where they must score. So they're going to take more chances. They're going to go for it. So they're going to put together drives where they're going to eat into that lead. And all of a sudden it's a one score game. And you're like, wow, where did this time go? Because the Patriots do thrive in running the ball. They want to be able to run the ball. They cannot pass the ball. So we should be stacking up against the run, make Cam Newton into a passer. They're going to do a lot of play action stuff, a lot of stuff, bootlegs, and we'll see how that goes. But, you know, this is the team that is on the ropes. They're in a crisis of faith. They're not sure if Jared Stidham's going to play maybe in the second half. So Handle your business early on in this game, and we won't have to worry about injuries. Everybody will be playing within their means. We won't have to stress so hard. And let's just get this game over with and get out of there and focus on Week 17. Uh, On offense, Patriots, again, again, they're giving up chunks of yards on the run. They cannot stop the run. They are terrible at the run. If McDermott has his Christmas wish, which is establish the run late in the season. You got to learn to run the ball in January in the cold weather. This is the game. This is the game where you evaluate your blockers. This is the game where you evaluate, validate, you evaluate uh, Ike Bodiger uh, as the, at the guard position. You can see which guys are doing well in this run blocking schemes. This is the game because I'm going to say it right now that I fully expect Moss or Singletary to get 100 yards in this game because both of those guys should get at least 
15 to 18 carries a piece and we should just keep running the ball because they don't want to stop the run. They, they, they're going to stack up and make Josh Allen, um, you know, make him not pass the ball. If he can, they're going to confuse him at the line of scrimmage. And if we can run the ball, they don't think we'll be able to put a drive together where we consistently get, you know, 10 to 12 play drives and get a touchdown off of it. But, you know, I don't know if you remember the first drive we had when the Patriots played us at home earlier in the season, but Zach Moss had that really nice touchdown run where he bounced it off the, the left guard. And both those guys, uh, Singletary and Moss, had 80 yards apiece, at least, in that game. And I, I just expect more of that. I, I don't want to see a lot of, you know, balls being thrown in the air. Although I want to see Josh Allen break all of Jim Kelly's records. Let's just do the running thing. They're going to concede the run to us. They're not going to let Josh pass the ball up and down the field. And that's how we're going to win this game. Now, also, I'd like to see us pressure a lot more. Um, if it is a third and eight, you remember in the last game, we had a third and 14 and we only rushed four and uh, Cam Newton had a, had a strike over the middle. If he's got time, he can make that pass. I mean, if he's under duress, it's, it's kind of an adventure, but you know, let's, if it's third and eight, third and 10, let's put pressure on him because he can't hit those plays off the blitz. He, he can't diagnose well enough and there'll be a chance for us to get some turnovers. So ultimately my goal and what I want to see the Bills to do is make this game an easy game, running the ball, not a lot of injuries, handle our business, win by 10 points. Let's just say we win. Let's just say we win 24, 24, 13, I'd say. I want to say 24, 13 for this game. And let's move on to week 17. The playoffs are the most important thing. Being healthy going into the playoffs is the most important thing. And right now we're jockeying for the two seed, which I love. Because here's the other thing that I forgot to mention early on is Kansas City's not playing great. I don't know if you watched that game against Atlanta, but they were on the ropes against Atlanta, a team that really had nothing to play for. Um, and they very well could be ripe for a first-round upset. I don't think that's going to happen, but they could. And the way things are shaping up, they're going to play Tennessee. If Tennessee knocks them off, we have the AFC Championship in Buffalo go to the Super Bowl. Okay? Think about that. Okay, great. It, it felt great, didn't it? Just thinking about that. All right, so I just want to say thank you for downloading. Thank you for subscribing. Our numbers have been through the roof lately, and I appreciate the love. Hope everybody had a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holiday. And let's go Bills, baby. Monday Night Football. Bills, dudes. <laughs>